Hello and good morning, everyone. Uh, welcome to another episode of the FSA podcast. We're coming to you live from the mountains of Montana over here in Glacier National Park. Guys, I don't know if you've been here. This is one of the most beautiful places I've ever seen. We've been to a lot of uh, national parks. We've been all over all over the country. Uh, this is uh, top three, top three for sure. Um, so we're absolutely loving it. The water here looks unbelievable. Uh, it's extremely cold, obviously, from from the glaciers melting down into the the uh, lakes and rivers and streams. But it is just amazing. Um, so we're having an absolute blast. We're actually out here uh, for a wedding. I was the officiant for my two best friends, so that was a, a really fun <clears throat> uh, little public speaking moment uh, for me. So I uh, thought I did great. Had a lot of fun with that. Uh, seeing a lot of old friends. And we have finally made it to a hotel with Wi-Fi. We have been, uh, <laughs> this is my off the grid uh, vacation, which is what I want to talk to you guys about today is how to vacation properly. And I'm going to preface, I am a student of the game when it comes to this, okay? I'm still figuring this out. I feel like I've got a pretty decent uh, grasp on it you know, decent enough to share with you guys, at least my takeaways, because, you know, we do, vac I mean, we, we live on the road, <laughs> quite literally. And, uh, you know, we, we vacation pretty much uh, three weekends per month. Uh, so I, I, I think I'm qualified to maybe lend some, some at least travel advice, but some vacation advice for my other uh, business owners as well. Because I do think it is one of the most difficult things that people don't really um, talk about, right? Like vacationing while owning a business, a small business is, is uh, one of the biggest challenges that you'll face, right? Like being able to disconnect and, and things like that. So uh, yeah, first and foremost, guys, if you're, if you're listening to this, whether you, you know, we've connected on Facebook or Instagram or email, or maybe we've never connected at all, uh, I want you guys to drop your favorite national park if you guys are outdoors people, your favorite national park or your favorite spot in the country that you visited that you absolutely love that you want to share because uh, there's a very good chance that I'll go. And I, I like uh, I like taking recommendations from people. So if there's any hikes, anything like that, uh, please feel free to share because as we're, as we're bouncing all over the country, I love uh, checking these ones out. I save them in my all trails and I, I, <laughs> I shoot people like pictures and messages once I actually uh, do the hike. So uh, please drop your, your favorite locations. I'll share mine and then we'll kind of dig into uh, the meat and potatoes of this whole thing. But uh, I would say my number one favorite, uh, it's still really hard to beat. I think just because of the, the wow factor is Zion. Zion National Park It was uh, just unbelievable unbelievable um we did the narrows so uh the, the water was so turbulent uh, when we did the narrows if you're not familiar uh, google the narrows of, of zion you you basically you know can touch uh with your hands extended both sides of like the the walls through this like little canyon it's it's absolutely amazing and uh you're, you're hiking up a river and the water was so turbulent. Um, they actually shut down the hike when it hits a certain uh, threshold. We were just under that. We were at like the highest that they could allow people to hike. So uh, water was, was rapid. Um, 
stepping on rocks and slippery wet stuff uh for eight miles and you know climbing up little waterfalls and big rocks that was uh that was my favorite hike if you guys have never been to zion i one thousand percent recommend going uh hike the narrows don't be like us we hike the narrows in shorts and t-shirts and um it was about 40 degrees that morning <clears throat> a lot of people will rent uh wetsuits like neoprene wetsuits um we missed the the uh recommendation there and we just went in shorts and t-shirts our legs our bodies were purple um i think the only thing that was stopping us from being hypothermic was uh the fact that we hiked eight miles um so anyway that was that was it doesn't sound pleasant but that was my uh favorite place to visit that was my favorite hike uh glacier is going to come in a close second and third, I'd have to really think about it, but uh, I will get back to you guys on that. But those, the, these are my top two, 100%. So, you know, when, by the way, I don't know if anyone's been to Montana as well. If you've been to Montana, it's like, it forces you to have a disconnection uh, with, with the outside world, which I think is a very powerful thing. Um, so Brooke and I, like I said, we, we, we travel full time. We take our weekend vacations. We like to go, you know, places here and there, but we almost always have service, right? If we don't have service during the hike, we have service after the hike. Montana does not allow you that. Um, you will go, you know, an entire day without getting a message. That's how like rural some of these areas are. And I know some of you listening are, are like, what the hell? No, thank you. Not in a million years. Um, and I was kind of the same way uh, for a little while. But then I realized that it's, it's actually a very uh, kind of blissful thing because I think we're, we're, we're creatures of habit. We're all a little OCD, little type A if we're business owners. So even when we're vacationing, um, I'm going to throw a wild guess out there, guys, that you are still checking your phone. You are still checking Slack and responding to emails and things like that. Um, so Montana, what, what Montana does, what these national parks do for Brooke and I is it forces disconnection because otherwise we will talk about business. We will work when we can. We will do all of the things uh, that we typically do just in a more hastily fashion because we, we don't have much time. Montana um, and national parks in general force us to, again, be just present with, uh, with just us, with friends, with nature, with things like that. I'm not the hippity-dippity type, but it is uh, a very powerful thing. I'm very I'm feeling very relaxed and ready to uh, hit this month full force. Um, what helps, though, what helps me to be able to do that is building a team, which is my, my, my number one tip for vacationing effectively. Not to suggest that you can't do it if you're a solopreneur. It's just setting the expectations. Like if you're an online coach and you have clients, it's, it's setting the expectation that I am taking this time away. I'll do your check-ins early. I'll get all of this done, A, B, and C. If you have any questions, you know, I can get back to you this day. And setting that expectation, I think, is a very powerful thing. When you're able to, and I'll, I'll call this, um, <laughs> it's a luxury and a curse, but building a team, uh, it, it does allow you some different, some different factors, right? Like when you step away, you can delegate uh, tasks, you can set, you know, uh, goals for everyone. Like for me, when 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 I step away, um, we have our our head coach Wayne, uh, who maybe a lot of you have, have spoke to. He's he's phenomenal. Uh, when I step away, his commission percent doubles. 
it literally doubles. So he's extremely incentivized uh, to hit follow-ups, to um, you know respond to messages, to do all the things that keep the business going because his incentive is that his pay is literally doubled uh, just like that. So, um, and, and there's been phenomenal results. I'm getting messages from him where he's able to bring in new clients um, and he's really excited. I'm really excited when I am able to kind of check those messages. So incentivizing your team is a very powerful thing when you're away. Um, and it, it's more than fair. They're picking up the extra slack. Um, you're able to go and take that vacation. You're able to go and disconnect and, and again, enjoy yourself while they're holding down the fort. So Wayne is, uh, you know, he's, he's more than deserving of that. Uh, of course, I've got like our VA and like our, our other coaches and everything who are, you know, managing the channel, managing all the calls, answering the questions, doing the prospecting, uh, all posts are pre-scheduled. So like, these are all things that as you build a team, like you're, you're able to do, you're able to delegate and take more time away. Now, I also like the, the, the contrary to that is I know a lot of coaches who do have teams and still struggle to take time away. And I think what that comes down to is, is maybe just a few things. Um, maybe a lack of trust for your staff, maybe a lack of confidence in your staff, or it's just that generalized um, anxiousness to step away. Like that can be a very scary thing naturally. So when you're delegating to a team, like it is important to kind of lengthen the leash now and then, right? See what they're capable of, build that trust and that rapport with them and things will get easier as you, uh, you know, you earn your vacations, right? So again, uh, my number one tip there, if you haven't built a team, set expectations with your clients. If you are able to build a team, if you're able to scale, if you're able to bring in enough revenue for that, uh, that luxury, um, it is important to gradually lengthen that leash, see what they're capable of, see what they're comfortable with, and then incentivize the shit out of them to run things smoothly while you are gone. That is lesson number one. Number two, this one's more for relationships, okay? Brooke and I, uh, like I said, we we do a whole lot together. We do everything uh, together. Brooke is my uh, girlfriend, significant, significant other for those who are listening. And she runs an online fitness coaching business as well. She has a good, sizable team. Um, they, they do great. One thing about Brooke and I is that both owning businesses and then our businesses actually working together on like a, like Brooke is technically a client of mine, right? So like I'm checking her KPIs, I'm managing her account, I'm coaching her on sales. She's going through the course, she's coming to the calls. She's quite literally a client and a, a uh, again, girlfriend. So it's, it's a unique dynamic there. So a lot of what we talk about is, as you can imagine, work, 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 work you know, this, this, uh, this prospect didn't close. What, what can I do here? This, this one didn't show up or I'm kind of venting and, and asking questions here. Like what would you do as a fitness coach here or there or there? So it's, it's, con and it, it's, a, it's a great uh, partnership. But again, from a relationship perspective, it can become difficult when that's, that's all the conversation is around. So when we are vacationing, we, are, <laughs> we have some, some rules in place. We are able to talk about work to and from the hikes. Hiking is something, again, that we really, really enjoy doing because um, we're able to disconnect. So 
when we're on the way to the hike, we can talk about work. When we leave the hike, we can talk about work. But when we are out doing things that we enjoy, we are not allowed to talk about work. And we've become uh, not perfect, but pretty good at checking one another when we're bringing these things up. Uh, for instance, we were on a, a canoe in the middle of a lake like two days ago. And I actually got randomly, I got an ounce of service, which I hadn't had uh, like in days. And uh, it was my Slack channel was blowing up. And I, I couldn't, I just couldn't uh, refrain from checking just to see what's going on. And then of course I start bringing up work and, and Brooke does a good job of uh, checking me on that. It's like, look around. <laughs> We're in the middle of a lake, mountains all around. You're, you're, you're managing the team. Uh, they're, they're doing great. It's, it's all good news that we're getting in the Slack channel. So stop, uh, stressing. And, and I think that's what you kind of need. So if you have a partner, uh, I think it's really important to set those boundaries. So that's, uh, that's lesson number two, set boundaries with your partner. Um, when you're doing things that you really enjoy, don't talk about work. You can talk about work all day, all night, every day, but not while you're doing the things uh, like hobbies, okay? And then step three, or step three, lesson three, who cares what people identify as a ideal vacation? My version of an ideal vacation, some of you are listening and you're like, dude, that sounds awful. I don't like nature. I don't like hiking. I would never walk 10, 12, 15 miles for fun, <laughs> Uh, you know, and that's okay, right? Some of you are like, I can't disconnect from work. I need to work at least, you know, a period of the day. That's me. Like when, when we have Wi-Fi, um, I want a good one to two hours of work every morning because in that time, it is hyper-focused. We are getting things done. We are getting things set up and scheduled and making all communications and looms and setting expectations for the team before we go out and enjoy ourselves. That's how I like to work. Okay, these, these national park visits are a little different because, again, while I'm in the park, I don't have any service. But once we get back to the hotel or the Airbnb, I do like to get some work in. And now some people will listen to this and say, oh, no, you need to be able to disconnect. That, that's a flawed system if you can't go a couple of days without working at all. And that's fine. Like if, if, if you feel that uh, you should be able to disconnect fully for several days at a time and work and you're able to do that, perfect. How I like to feel accomplished is I like to get things done. I like to earn my day. I like to earn my time off during that day, right? I like to feel accomplished. I like to feel like I did something on both ends. I don't think it has to be one or the other, like work mode, vacation mode. I think it can be a little bit of both. So again, as with most things, politics, religion, everything, there's some middle ground uh, that most people will settle in. So if someone, it, it, that guilt factor of being an entrepreneur, being a business owner and taking a vacation, you have guilt. <laughs> I, 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 I say this from experience, you have guilt for taking a vacation and then you have guilt for working on a vacation if you work on a vacation. So it's like you, it's, it's a lose-lose. You feel guilty if you take the time off. You feel guilty if you work while taking the time off. So I think what's, what I learned is to just not care what, what other people think or the, the standards or the recommendations or uh, anything like that. Like everybody vacations differently. Everybody works out differently. Everybody train, like everybody do, does things differently, right? So when you allow these kind of expectations to affect how you like to do things and you're, you're trying to meet someone else's standard, uh, that's, as always, that's a losing battle. So 
those are my three takeaways from this vacation so far. Uh, I'll be looking forward to sharing pictures with all of you on Facebook and Instagram if you haven't kind of seen them already. Again, this is one of the most beautiful places in the world. If you need hiking recommendations or lodging or anything, uh, I love giving travel recommendations and advice. So hit me up on any socials for that. Uh, this wasn't really a sales podcast. It's more of like a lifestyle factor or aspect to it. Uh, but again, as always, if you guys have any questions with uh, sales, go ahead and reach out. We did open the school platform 100%. It is open for Fit Pros to come in and closers for Fit Pros can come in. Um, we're doing live Q&As. We're doing live trainings. I have an entire lead gen course in there. Like school is the jam. Uh, we're able to offer so much more to you guys for free. Um, like we're, we're still on Facebook. We're still doing trainings on Facebook, but school is just so much more organized, so much more focused, and you're able to find and uh, ask questions a little bit easier all in one central location as well as the trainings and the course and everything. So if you haven't joined the school website, uh, it's all over my Facebook. It's in my link tree on any platform. Go ahead and hop in. Uh, if you're a fitness coach or you're closing for a fitness coach, I'll accept you in and you just say what, you know, who you are, do your little intro post and I'll add you into the lead gen course and we'll get rocking and rolling with that guys. I hope you all have a wonderful day.